This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. A live update with WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green at 410. Summer's over for thousands of local kids as they head back to school today. Montgomery County's executive doesn't think a recount will change his election results. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York, where former President Trump pleaded the fifth during a deposition with the state's attorney general's office. It's been looking into his business practices for years. CBS's Major Garrett is following the case. There has been long-running suspicion that the Trump Organization books, when you look at them closely for the tax breaks and loans obtained, don't add up. Misrepresentations were made in order to get more favorable treatment, whether it's from tax breaks or loans. That would be fraud. And that's what this investigation is about. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. The former president has the right, like any other citizen, to assert his Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination. The optics of it are not particularly good. Trump says he took the Fifth because he's the target of a politically motivated witch hunt and had no choice. President Biden signed the PACT Act into law today, extending life-saving care to veterans. Danielle Robinson lost her husband two years ago. Ten years post-deployment from Iraq, my husband Heath began the biggest battle of his life, a terminal stage four lung cancer diagnosis due to toxic exposure from a burn pit in Baghdad. The president also addressed inflation with consumer prices up 8.5%. We could face additional headwinds in the months ahead. Our work is far from over, but two things should be clear. First, the economic plan is working, and second is building an economy that will reward work. Lower gas prices are also helping. 29-year-old Melinda Cundiff is one of two people still missing following historic flooding in Kentucky. Her sister, Nancy. We can't give up. I don't know if she's okay. I don't know how badly hurt she is. Their mother was among the 37 people killed in the floods. A city's taking action in California on extreme drought there. Located on the San Joaquin River, the city of Antioch has plenty of water. The problem is it's becoming too salty to drink due to the lack of rainfall. This year, we were only able to draw water from the river for 30 days. Public Works Director John Samuelson says that's why they are building a $110 million desalination facility to provide 6 million gallons of drinking water per day. He expects more California cities will soon invest in desal plants. It's really going to be our final option as we continue to experience these kinds of droughts. Matt Bigler for CBS News, San Francisco. And a popular pizza chain wasn't much of a hit in Italy. Domino's Pizza has officially filed for bankruptcy there. Big gains on Wall Street today. The Dow was up more than 500 points. The NASDAQ added nearly 400 points, about 360. And the S&P was also up 87. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 
Good afternoon. It is 4.03. We're happy to have you with us on this Wednesday, August the 10th. We've got storms are coming. And some of you are already experiencing that weather. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. The weather is our top local story this hour as strong storms are expected to pound the immediate D.C. area for a while now. They've already formed across parts of West Virginia, Northern Virginia, and they've popped up in Maryland as well. Let's get a live update from Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. What do you have for us right now? And right now seeing a stationary severe thunderstorm right over Bryantown in Maryland in between Waldorf, St. Charles, and Hughesville. And it's not going anywhere. Very heavy rain with this cell along with winds of up to 60 miles an hour. Watch this area in case we start to see some flooding too as it is raining very hard. It is pouring on the beltway around Alexandria. Reduced visibilities there. I-66, you're seeing very heavy rain from Vienna all the way to Fair Oaks. And then as you get to the uh, west toward west of Haymore, Market, you're in heavy rain all the way to Front Royal. Other areas of, across the region are also seeing some very heavy thunderstorms with gusty winds and some very heavy rainfall. Keep in mind, we're under a flood watch until 11 o'clock tonight, and over the next several hours, more strong and severe thunderstorms are going to pop up as the atmosphere is unstable, as it's been a hot and a muggy afternoon. I'll be back in just a couple of minutes with your complete forecast. All righty. Thank you, Mike. It's 4.04. About 70,000 students are back at school in Northern Virginia. Classrooms are bustling in Culpeper, Fall here, Rappahannock and Spotsylvania counties, as well as Manassas City. Kids are back in Stafford County, too. WTOP's Neil Augenstein talks to high schoolers who are hoping for a normal year. Here at Stafford High School, these students are cautiously optimistic the pandemic won't dramatically affect their final year in high school. COVID isn't over yet. Sarah and Jack both had older siblings who missed out on senior activities in the past few years. He was in the class of 2020, so he didn't really get a prom or a graduation, so I was just nervous that I was going to have the same experiences. Both say COVID's been a learning experience Sarah's more careful it just taught me to be like more outgoing and just embrace the moment as it comes in Stafford Neil Oikenstein WTOP News you can find more back to school info at WTOP.com 405 if someone online sweeps you off your feet and then asks you for a bunch of money it's probably fraud not love and, of course, is the warning from Maryland's top federal prosecutor today. And he shared it after indicting an upper Marlboro man who's now charged with money laundering linked to romance scams. Isidore Iwagu is accused of using social media and dating sites to target people and convince them that he needed money. Sometimes the caller claimed to be a deployed member of the military. The scam involved more than 20 victims, some of them seniors. The victims reported losing almost $2 million. Nearly a month after Maryland's primary election, the final results will be made official. And Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich remains confident that he will be the winner. David Blair, the Democrat who challenged Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich, said he will file a petition for a recount. That will come once the election results are certified by the Board of Elections on Friday. But Elrich, the incumbent, said he is not worried about his chances to hold on to his office. So I feel pretty good. Last election, two votes changed as a result of the recount. Elrich is referring to the last time he and Blair battled it out for every last vote in 2018. Initially, Elrich led by 79 votes. Blair picked up just two when the recount was completed. Blair's campaign has said he's hopeful this time the recount could flip the results 
in his favor. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Stay with us here on WTOP. The latest on the heavy weather moving through. Then new information this afternoon on the plot involving an Iranian citizen accused of trying to kill at least two high-ranking former Trump officials. We'll talk to WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green, who's been on top of the story. 407. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. M.K. Palmore, the director of the Office of the Chief Information Security Officer at Google Cloud, says moving to public cloud makes cybersecurity the ultimate team sport. When you make an investment in public cloud, certainly we feel like we have to make a commensurate investment or one that exceeds yours so that as we partner on this idea of reducing your risk, it's one that's real, it's sustainable to you, and you can actually point to examples where it's happening 